0: Welcome to Miracle Nutrition with Hardy White. I'm Hardy White. And I'm sending you this message in a bottle. It's my diary, really, because I'm stranded on a desert island. And it's not really a bottle because my diary wouldn't fit in a bottle. So I'm sorry it's so large. Uh, It was used to steal... I don't know what they stored in it. Some kind of olive oil, maybe? Hand sanitizer? I find myself on a desert island. It is not desert, nor is it even deserted, I think, because I smell what smells like a food court. But I will now tell you my story of how I arrived here... Stranded on these dismal shores. I don't remember. Some of it I do remember. I think I entered a river race of novelty boats. The premise was that you were to make a boat out of something that you found around the house. And I found a boat. And so I skipped any other steps, and I just took that boat right to the race, and it was too good, too efficient. They had meant for us to be floating on old cots or storage bins, something like that, an inflatable pool. But I had a proper boat, and it took me farther than I needed to go, and I just kept going. And I fell asleep because it had a cabin, You know, you go down there and you think, I'm just going to curl up for a few minutes in this cozy cabin. And then it begins to storm and you imagine that you're just laying on your couch at home and you have one of those channels on the TV, the ASMR for rain. And it says luxury New York apartment. and You go, I'm in a luxury New York apartment at sea because they have those. There are cruise ships that are boats that have entire condominiums stacked on them just high-rise apartment buildings, right on the deck of the boat. And in those, oh, eager vacationers who long to oil their chests and dance poolside. Poolside? On a boat? Are you telling me that this thing, surrounded by water, has something in it? Like a boat-shaped thing filled with water? Why, yes, isn't that strange? It's the swimming pool of Theseus. So it's started as an idea. Hey, wouldn't it be weird to have water in the boat, but we didn't mind. And then it got out of hand. And now we have pools everywhere. Wherever there are people, there is a swimming pool. They want to put one in. They would have, they have them in cars now, which was predicted by Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy cartoon predicted a lot of things like that. We would have record players in our cars. That's transpired. Many things like that. And art, sometimes, in a visionary way, uh, paves the way for our future expeditions of imagination and engineering and the show's... That we have? What are you talking about, Hardy? I don't know. Sometimes I know, and other times I, I feel I I drift off into a place of not knowing. While I'm speaking to you, it's as if—how can you get lost in my gaze, Hardy? If we're not in the same room, isn't that it's amazing? Motor neurons? I don't know. But somehow I just feel like just looking. Sometimes I just want to stop talking and look you in the eye. But here I am writing a diary so I don't even know who's reading my diary. And I'm writing this because, like I said, I've stranded myself on this desert island. Well, the boat got here, and I don't remember getting off of the boat, but I somehow disembarked and got to these shores, and I sat down, and then I suppose at some point I made myself a coconut Adirondack chair and also a palm chaise So I made those two things, I constructed them, and I'm sitting in them, and it's not uncomfortable. This coconut Adirondack chair, it has the wide arms upon which to set my drink. And what do you think I'm drinking? Something tropical. Why do you assume that the island is in the tropics on which I'm stranded? It may not be. Well, you had coconut. The coconuts could have been left here by someone. They could have come by, dumped some coconuts. You don't know. So we just, I'm not saying they're they are endemic indigenous to the island. I don't even know if it's an island yet. If it's a peninsula, I'm good. I'm good to go. I'll just head that way, away from the water. And then just follow the shoreline right up into the proper part and off this the dangly bit, this fake island. But it could be a proper island. And I might walk the shore and find that I'm right back where I started from. Oh, that's a scary feeling. Say, I'm going to walk this shoreline and it'll bring me somewhere. So if you did that in in Miami, you'd go, oh, I'm in Delray. But that's not going to happen here. I think I'm going to start out in virtual Delray and then I'm going to end back up there. So no matter what coast you go up, what if it turned in upon itself? Here's the thing that I fear. The coastline is a Moibia strip. And I end up on the underside of the coastline somehow. I to me, I'm always walking on its surface, but somehow flip I'm flipped. So I don't want this to I don't want this to happen any it's like a also with a Klein bottle. Things are shaped like that. I had a house shaped like a Klein bottle. Tesseract, I had all sorts of don't these stupid four dimensional houses, you get tricked into them a lot of times. Say, so, oh, the extra dimension, you can store things there. It's like extra storage. It isn't. You don't know where in time you leave things and all that kind of stuff. So I don't recommend it. And people make fun of me for having a two dimensional house. They go, You're just you're just sitting on a flat surface with a something drawn around you. What is that? And they go, it's Sharpie. It's not really two-dimensional because the Sharpie does have some, the Sharpie ink, you can't see it, but it does have some dimension. So it's a symbolic, two-dimensional house. And I sit in that. And then I try to, I try to meditate or extrapolate to other dimensions. And I'll pick one at random. I go, what is the 184th dimension like? And I can't quite grasp it. Fifth Dimensions, hard to imagine because of the singing group has ruined it. You know how they've superseded and you're, now you can't think of anything but that. Isn't that interesting? Why even report on what's happening to you on Desert Island? What if no one sees it but you? Why speak to yourself, Hardy? Hardy? Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. I've been trained to ignore myself. And so I wasn't paying attention. Could you say that again, please? Could you say that again, please? Oh, yes, I'm not ignoring you. I'm just the hard-of-hearing part of your subconscious. Hello. I'm essentially speaking to myself. I always am. Even when I'm speaking to other human beings, in a way, I'm speaking to myself, especially if they don't answer and aren't there. But this, this diary, I don't know, is it a letter to future me? Is it a demonstration of hope? Am I saying, well, I'm writing this down in hopes that there's a future and there's a reader. What has happened to me? What if I forget it? Because you know how time compresses like that. So let's say I get stranded on this island and I have very much adventures. I discover coconut cheese. I discover, oh, all sorts of things. I live on a diet that was described by Baloo the bear in Jungle Book. So under rocks, there's ants and termites. I eat those. And I want to let everybody know in case I guess they're in this situation and I can pass on my wisdom. I go go, go your this thing is a fruit. This thing is not. And then I might even have illustrations. Someone will find my diary years from now. I have a treasure map in it. That's a joke. I put that there as a joke. I thought that would be uh amusing. They'd spend some time looking for it, and then they'd realize, hey, there is no treasure, but we've discovered ourselves. We're the treasure. I was looking everywhere, and my quest had made me start thinking about questing. It made me start thinking about what is treasure? What do I hope to find? And what will I do with it? And how will it change my life? And it's wonderful if you can do all that with there being no consequence because if if the answer is it will destroy it and then suddenly you find the treasure went 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 but if you're never going to find it to begin with that's so wonderful i would love i go on trips all the time to the airport as if i was flying somewhere because that's part of it that's exciting and so I say, you know, it's not the getting anywhere. But the airport on is usually the worst part of the trip. And um, leaving, coming home, the pressure of uh, being out of a hotel room is overwhelming. we got to be out of here. When do we got to be out of here? Because in, in my imagination, they just, uh, I don't know what they do, whether the floor opens up and they flush all the furniture into the garbage or something. I, I really don't know what I think happens. Um this is no longer your room you feel so cozy in there like it's yours you start to make a little camp and everything then they then they kick you right out it's disconcerting that's why i have nightmares about about leaving hotel rooms and you know or, or your own house you know you no longer live here. ghost go away that's your relationship to a hotel room is a bit like a ghost you know we used to we used to be in 213 just like you are now the very same we were all so excited that the ice machine was just right across the hall, but also annoyed that we would hear it on. Why are they doing the ghost voice? That's right. The people who are being haunted don't do the ghost voice. My bad. It's the ghost that does the voice. Oh, no. Or was I doing the ghost? I don't even remember. Uh, but uh, oh, I wonder why they speak like that. Because they don't have any substance. It's hard to speak when you're just vapor or, or, or essence. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Day two, fell asleep in my clothes again. It might not even be day, you know what? I don't think it's day two. I think I just fell asleep briefly. It might have been five minutes. I lost my watch when the boat was, uh, th- um, what do you call it, dashed onto the rocks. It was dashed. I felt a good, I wasn't awake at the time, but I felt we were being dashed. And then when I saw the boat, it had dash marks. So I knew that that had happened while we slept. And um, here we are. And now I'm, I wonder if I'm going to be able to sleep tonight. Should I make, I made this chair. Should I make a domicile or should I f- try to find a cave or find a cave that's already been improved? That would be Nice. What if I happen upon a cave and somebody's been in there and they made it some kind of glam cave and it's just, wow. Tapestries. Temperature is always 70. Oh, it's really nice in there. And um, I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping for. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know whether there's bears is on islands either. I don't. I should have. Oh, gosh. You know, geography mainly covers... Your major countries and whether Bolivia exports aluminum or whatever, but they don't go really over individual little islands dotted all over the globe. There's millions of them, really. And then what's on each one of them and what lives there. Uh, Gilligan's wasn't real. So I don't know about the shot in the beginning.
1: Sire, your new no clothes are ready. What's this? Your new clothes, Your Majesty. But I can see them. Yes. They are clothes. No, no, no. This is all wrong. I wanted invisible clothing. These are ordinary king's robes. If I wear these, no one will notice. They'll just think, there's the king going by like he always does, and they won't notice me. I want to appear nude. That way they will see me really see me. Otherwise, I'll blend in. These clothes you bring me will make me invisible. I am confused, sire. The people will not perceive me. But you are the emperor. It is only you whose perception matters. You are seen by the most important person. You. Well, that's that's a good point. I see myself as I really am. I hereby notice myself. Hello, can anybody see me? Can anybody see me? Am I invisible? I'm standing right here. Can anyone see me? No one is acknowledging my presence. I know I'm here. I don't care if nobody sees me. I don't even want their attention. I have my own attention. I see me. And I'm standing here on this street corner. I am alive. I am perceiving. Wait, I think this is a dream. <laughs> hey Butch, you wake up. You're having a bad dream. Huh? Uh. I wasn't having a bad dream. I was just having a dream. Well, you kept yelling like, can anybody see me? Oh, for Pete's sake. Why did you wake me up? Hello? Oh, really? Now, it seems
0: like there's some kind of dream within a dream thing going on, and that is not true at all. It might seem... Uh, embedded or recursive but it's not see this is sort of a radio play it's a show one thing leads to another
1: and it might try to trick you into thinking that it doesn't understand this or that you're witnessing something that other people are not witnessing or that you are experiencing something that might
0: be different than what other people are experiencing or that all reality is contingent
1: on your perceptions but I don't know if this is true, 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 but I don't know if this is true.
0: Hey, Mr. Carmichael, so glad you could help us out. Dear boy, I am always glad to help. So you'll be playing the part of the emperor in a sort of emperor's new clothes thing, but with a twist. Ah, twist. So something perhaps like... I am the only one who can see the clothing. Close. Uh, Everyone will see the clothing. Ah, although they are invisible. No, no, they're just regular visible clothes. And yet, they go invisible if you turn one of the jewels on the ermine cape. No, no, not quite. They are visible to everyone, but the emperor wants to be seen naked and so he refuses to put on the clothes no he he puts them on but he wants them to not work you know i'm not exactly a method actor my technique is really just more of pretending i'm a king and I, then i speak in sonorous tones how's that i don't think it's necessary that i see things as they really are or understand the script or anything That's all perception, 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 perception,
1: perception, perception.
0: Uh, You don't need to do that either. We have a delay
1: uh, device. Oh, good. Shh! Oh, hey, I'm trapped inside a box. Oh, that's good, Butch, but uh, you don't have to do that. We'll either record you actually in a box or we'll add an effect. Why? This sounds like I'm in a box. Hey, I'm in a box. Yeah, it's
0: pretty good, but we just want it to be a a little more realistic.
1: All right, this is something I do not get. A little more realistic. So, you read books, right? Uh, well, yes. So when you're reading and you encounter the word house, do you look at it and think, why, that's a bunch of scratches on a page. That's not a house. Well, no, I see it in a a picture of a house. Right, because you know it's a story. You know, that just represents a house. So you do the rest of the work in your head, right? Right. As opposed to a motion picture or actual reality, where there has to be more detail, right? Yes. And are books inferior to motion pictures? Um, No, I don't know if it's a comp. They're both really, really both good. Well, that's not true. But anyway... The thing is, why can't you do the work in your head? You're doing the perceiving. Just perceive more or less, depending on what the situation calls for.
0: Well, that's a good point. Isn't it? Shh! What? No, I mean, shh! Do you mean... Day three. I have made friends. I have a cricket ball that I have named France Anton Mesmer and he hypnotizes me and he's helped me quit smoking, which is easy to do on this island because there's no tub box or whatever you call We where you get your cigarettes, little stands, and no cigarette machines or anything like that. And I don't smoke. I, I didn't. So... It's been super easy to quit, but I still credit my little cricket ball. It's not a proper cricket ball. It's one of those tennis ball-looking solid things for for practice when you play cricket in the park. You know, just with friends. And I also made other friends. There are people who live here on the island. Apparently, there's a Sandals Resort. No, I'm kidding. There's no one else here. It's very small. I did get to walk over to the other end. There's a little mountain in the middle, which I think is very picturesque. And on that, there are trees growing on the slopes of it. It's very jungly. I didn't go up in it because I heard monkeys. but And I did not see a cave. So uh, I'm a little disappointed about that. But there was some lumber that had washed up. Um, a little... Here, hear me out. I'm a mixed mind. So the lumber that washed up is treated. I know. So it's the kind that, you know, for, for that you do in a deck or something like that. It's not the kind that you build a house with. I need to build a house. Should I just be like, well, I'm on a desert island and I got a tree of wood, you do with what you've given or do I try to Oh, I found the food court smell was a fruit. I know. Oh. But it isn't that amazing. So I, I followed it. I thought there must be a mall here. I was going and then I came around this fruit, and I was like, it smells weird. It smells like a, like a Sabaros, but also like some hibachi. So I don't know how it does that. But it's it's really to attract animals, and it works. Because the animals eat it, and then they spread the seed by by, by pooing. They've got a poo somewhere that the, the tree already likes. I wonder how it tricks you into doing that. Because, I mean, it, that can't be where its investment in this whole process ends. We'll trick them into eating the seeds,
1: and then how do we get them to poo them out into ground that's fertile, the, the kind that we like?
0: So they've probably got something planned there. How would they trick you there? I don't know. If you ever did get lured into some sort of restroom, and go, this restroom looks looks strange it's right on the edge of a bog or whatever the most that's the most uh that's the best conditions for growing that kind of fruit the food court fruit so I there's many things about nature I don't understand like all of them really and once you once you figure them out well you never do and then you're dead so I guess you pass them on but you don't even know if people take them Darwin must be thinking no wait he's not that's the thing he hasn't thought in a long time. So it just ended for him. The day he died, he was thinking, well, I'm, I'm advancing human. And there's this notion, even if you're atheist, people go, I wonder what Lincoln's thinking, kind of. I wonder. There's this, uh, <coughs> the idea that that person sticks around. Excuse me for the coughing. I'm doing, I'm over here. There's a, a youth group, and I'm doing bong hits with them. No, that's not true. I've got allergies. And... um I am just. Cho- I guess I'm just going to choke to death right here on the island. Oh, well, I mean, everybody meets their fate. Some people don't meet them. Some people, their fate sneaks up on them, I suppose. But mine, I feel like I'm going to meet it and uh, probably get into what I thought was a trusting relationship with fate and then have it bite me, you know, after I suggested that it do so. So I guess I started that. I miss my friends. Oh, I miss those who would uh, be around me, those who would tolerate me. They became more value to me as my life went on. Now that I'm alone on this island, it is in stark relief, this need that I had for human companionship, for just being a part of a group, not even in charge, just sitting there and letting the uh, good feelings surround me. Which is why I go to I see a barbecue, I go to it in the park, and it's often not my family. I'd say a hundred percent of the time it's not my family, and I will sit there, and I have a T-shirt or something that'll that'll say you know like Uncle Uncle R or I don't know that's not my name, but and they'll go well it might be. I love I wish I had um, I wish I had some family reunion t-shirts for families i'm not in that'd be great i guess you could probably pick them up at the at the recycled clothes or something place it'd be nice to have a collection of them because i see them at hotels i'm always cheered if i go to a hotel and i go there's a family reunion here and people are walking around hugging and they've all got the same shirt on i don't know i mean maybe it's just you know uh it's artificial and they really don't care for one another but i don't care i like the idea of it Oh, there they are, and there's Auntie so-and-so, and And everybody's, oh, I see the way they're looking at her. She must be something, and uh, that's what I like, and I can't do that on this island, but you know what I can do? As a sign of hopefulness, just like the diary is, I'm going to make some shirts. I'm going to make them out of that weird kind of burlapy fabric that comes around coconuts, you might not see it unless you see coconuts in the wild. So the thing you see in the store, that has an additional husk around it. And then that, when it's on attached to the tree, has this sort of weird there's some weird fabricy looking stuff involved. I don't even it might have a name. And oh I've always not wondered what it was called. Isn't that funny where my sometimes I'm just completely incurious. And that's one of those instances. I guess if you see things enough, you don't need to name it. And I, was, uh, I lived among the coconuts for a while. And so that kind of weird burlap stuff. But I found it fascinating that it came kind of pre-weaved. I thought, this is neat. Uh, it's not very strong. I mean, you can't make a jacket out of it. It looks like something they'd come up with if the, you know, Star Wars costume people or something. These are the desert people of Coconaut. And they wear these. Um, but that that uh, you still have to make it out of something more durable than just the coconut fibers. Boy, I'm making myself hungry. I'm not, though, because there's nothing but coconuts. I'm beginning to think this is a tropical island. It's not where I started. It's not where the race originated. I believe the race originated on the, on the Ohio. So I don't know how we got from the Ohio River to to hear if this is in the tropics or something but um there is this rumor that in the ohio river i guess it was just i don't know i guess it's it was in cincinnati they had this theme park called gilligan's and they built a real island the real gilligan's island out in the river and um it was it folded very soon. But you'd go there and there'd be huts and you could get they sold coconut cream pies and you get the you get it, right? And it sounds like a great idea. You go, you go and you get you can buy sailors hats and it's fun. And um, it reminds me of Dotties out there in western Kentucky. I forget what that but it's just a fantasy, you know, it's like, Oh, this is eighteen eighties settlement. I don't know why there's a polar bear, but they had those, I guess, in western Kentucky. But this is uh, Gilligan's, and then it went under, and but they, they couldn't get everything off the island. Like Sometimes like if, uh, if a place, a zoo or something goes under, they can't catch all the creatures, and some of them roam the area. Like in uh, South Florida, there was a place called Africa USA, and they gathered up all the animals when it closed, except for the peacocks, the peafowl. The P.F.A.L. ran amok, and they are there to this day. So there's some things they couldn't get on the on the desert island. One was um, the fellow who played uh, Wrong Way Corrigan or whatever, and he I I think it was Hans uh, Conried. So it was a Hans Conried impersonator, and he got left behind. A Phil Silvers impersonator got left behind. And they don't know what happened, whether they, I guess they, they, it's not like they breed or anything. It isn't like that. It's like, oh, they left behind these feral pigs, and that's why the population. If you leave behind Phil Silvers and Hans Conrad, this does not happen. You just, they just, you know, you just get Hans Conrad. I'm not going to try to, I'm not going to do either one. You know that I, I love both uh but i'm not don't do the voice i've started telling myself that don't do voice or any voice and then i'm I'm starting to say don't don't talk but i don't want to go no hardy we want you to talk okay i'll keep talking and sometimes you have to you know you don't want to for instance let's say you're all trapped in an elevator or something and people start to panic and they go oh just hardy when you talk i feel relaxed and almost sleepy if you would talk, my soul would be calmed, and I wouldn't I would go, okay, what should I talk about? I don't know anything. i go, all right, and I'll say, like, oh, that ele- uh, did, you, did you all see Towering Inferno or something real stupid like that? Like, yeah, think before you talk, man. You have to uh, read the very tiny room, which is an elevator, and should be easy to read. But there's a lot of numbers, and I'm not good with numbers. And there's a little phone. I love it. I like elevators. I used to want to live in them when I was a kid. Not so much now, because I know they're suspended. And you went, you go to one glass elevator, and you go, oh, oh, nope. Uh, I don't want to live in here. I had no, I didn't know we were dangling from a rope. This is a metaphor. You are in a little room that's hanging from a rope, but you don't know you are because there's no windows. But the minute there's windows, the minute this box is made of glass, you see in stark relief that you are hanging many feet above the ground by nothing but a cable, a thick and possibly thick steel cable, and then with redundancy, with other thick Lots and lots and lots and lots of them, and all sorts of hydraulic brakes and things like that. That's all that's holding you up. And when you realize that, that you know, one one disgruntled superhero and that car could come plummeting down that shaft, and that would be uh, not. It'd be not ideal would it? And I I looked around the car. Day four. I fell asleep thinking about the elevator story again. When I woke up, I found I had eaten my pillow. So today I am a little horse and I shall walk around the island yet again. This time I will be thinking about the coastline paradox. And how I will never be able to measure it because if I m- measure it more and more finely and all the contours, it'll take too long. So I probably will pay to have it done. I think that's the paradox. It's like if you want it done, like where it goes around every grain of sand and everything, then you have to, that's costs. Also, it's not possible. So, in that sense, it's immeasurable. Well, that's an easy lesson. I always thought paradoxes give you a really easy lesson. Okay, you say, all right, that's an unnecessary level of detail then. Then who cares about the very small? You're telling me the very small is really of no concern to us, nor the very large. All right. It matters how much the rough outline of the coastline is. Okay. Relative to, say, ships or pedestrians. All right. It doesn't really matter about going around there so the paradox is only there to demonstrate what well the thing is usually careen off into the infinite or the absurd and that's because the rules uh change apparently at different scales and so what about the rules here do the rules of radio are they different you're asking this should i ask it in your voice are the are the are the rules of are the rules of radio i don't know how do you, how do you talk are the rules of radio different than no that's not you <laughs> are the rules of radio different than that no that's that's more like phil silvers i don't know are the rules of radio different than real life are there rules? What do you mean, rules? A radio man, Hardy. You're not letting the man tell you what to do. Are you constrained by some sort of uh, constraints? No. Am I? I might be. It seems saying no seems bad. Seems foolish. So I'm sure I am. I'm sure there's something that holds me within this box, this this frame, this island. I'm still on this island day four, day five. I write it down, but I don't believe myself. I was wrong about that first day, had it divided up wrong, merely took a nap, almost added an extra day. What day is it? Day five. Woke up this morning feeling very positive. Had coffee. Don't know where it came from. Probably won't be able to duplicate that. May or may not have been coffee. I had a friend who decided to, I don't want to steal his thunder because he's a writer, and just say his name uh, Bucky McMahon, and he got on a raft, and he was going to raft the, uh, the Gulf Stream by himself in a raft, and got on it, and zoom, he went, I guess, for a couple days, uh, went, uh, lost his mind, gave up. Now, and he's an adventurer, so that was, like, you would, too, by the way. This isn't, uh, it isn't something you do voluntarily. You go, well, people are lost at sea, and last, yes, they last until they're found, but, If they had a choice, they'd be like, I'd like to go home this evening, which is what we do at the end of most fishing trips or just any kind of thing in a raft like that. You know, there is the uh, hardship and isolation like that eventually breaks us down. You can see clearly we are not creatures that are are meant to be uh, in some kind of capsule and thrown into a a vortex. So don't put on some kind of weird suit and go... flying through a wormhole because you say, oh, don't you want to see the other side of the universe? No, I don't. I want to be with you, my friend. I don't want to see your side of the, I'm more concerned with your neighborhood. I've heard you've got some, there's some good restaurants going in. A lot of them, some of them are food trucks. Some of them are going into uh, what was empty store space. People are taking some chances. I don't know if they're going to I think they should relax some, some rules and regulations like that to stimulate business. Say, hey, not all the food has to not make you sick. Because that's, I mean, I know that's, it's just hard sometimes. And a lot of times I think the restaurateur's pride takes care of that. Very few people who sell food really want to make you sick. And uh, few do. So you always think it's food. I must have gotten food poisoning. Oh, it happened right before I drank that fifth of whiskey. So these, you know, your stew made me sick. Okay, no, it didn't. I didn't. I ate a lot of it, and I didn't get sick. Um, but I'm able to, to- uh, tolerate a very, very heavy bacterial load because I myself am a type of bacteria. Oh, I'm a bacteria. I'm made of love. And if you put me on some sort of Petri dish, on some sort of medium, that's been, I don't know what you put in it, in that medium, in that agar or something. You put something to feed me. What do I like to eat? I eat light a lot. I don't know, like a salad. So you put a salad on there and I grow me. hearty White Love Bacteria. And you look in that petri dish, in, in a few days, and you go, "That was in Hardy. That was in his mouth. Yes, his mouth is full of of statements of uh, of of love, or or wanting it. Yeah, I don't give that. I wish I was magic like that.
1: You are a source of perfect love, Hardy.
0: No, I. A lot of it is just I. Uh, I'll sponge back up. The love I bring, even. (laughs) I'll bring it to the, it's like a mop. You go, oh, take the mop and you get the water on the floor and you mop back up the water you just put there. I'll do that sometimes. What's the, what do you want to ideally do? Mop is a terrible, terrible analogy, so I'll just move on. Day six. The island is beginning to close in on me. Also, there's been a lot of development. And I don't know why they need so much parking space. It doesn't make any sense. All that impermeable surface, the stormwater runoff is going to be a nightmare. This island is precarious. There's not much to it. And if the water has nowhere to go, oh, we're going to have problems. Why are people so foolish and greedy? Why couldn't they leave my little island alone? Why do they have to take it apart? Who cares what brings me joy when I am by myself here among the trees, among my imagination, where I'm climbing up there and I'm fighting. Oh, big not lizards. What would I fight? I don't want to fight anything. I'm, I mean, just for fun. Maybe something, some kind of clown lizard-looking thing or something that you could bring yourself to hit with your with a padded mallet i don't know that wouldn't be i don't mind getting my aggression out i like games like that and I, I might start a sort of it's kind of a larping thing i guess it's a jousting club where we really joust we use rattan and then we wrap the rattan with other with the coconut stuff like i talked about and pat it all up and no one gets hurt some people get their um breastbone uh, broken or or ribs Quack, crack pretty good and then we will ride each other at each other very quickly now if you've seen the um the swiss family robinson which was a disney movie made right around the time when they were when they were like oh this could be questionable they this uh, a swiss family it's a weird thing to specify. They're Swiss. They're not German. So they're Swiss, and they are uh, they're stranded on a similar place like this, and they live in a um, banyan tree, something like that, and they race exotic animals, mm, mostly African ones. So I'm thinking man, it must be Africa, but there was a... a A zebra and an ostrich or or it could have been um, an emu and then what else do they have a panther I think one of them was on different animals from all over the all over the world Richard Scarry's world not a real one no what I don't know Uh, I don't remember what they were riding a dove. One of them was on a dove. I remember that, one of the children. And they would race this on the island. We don't have that here. I'm thinking of getting something together. I'm thinking of starting a church. And she go, why would you do that? Because I'm the only person here. And so it's not going to get out of hand. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to let anything get wrong or weird. But I wouldn't mind preaching to myself a little bit or, or saying, you know. I mean, that's what you do when you do exercises. You go, all, let's all rise. Um, um I'd like to do that. I just wanna oh I know it'd be fun is to do like a, a, if I had to be in a church service mm-hmm. and everybody had to stand up, I would go, um I'd go pam. Get the heck up. pam bum, bump. Bum, bum. Simon says get the heck up. We're gonna read from the Bible now, everybody. Get your Bibles out. There's gonna be some shout. No, I wouldn't carry it on like that. But just a really super quick Pharaoh Monch reference, and then move on. They go, I just hear that. That'll be like that in the church. But again, it's just me. I'm the only one. And there's no read. I still have the meetings though. Isn't that funny? I'm the only one but I still have the, I go, you know, camp meeting and we'll all meet and we'll sit around and I take it real seriously and I make a fire and to speak you have to hold on to France Anton Mesmer the cricket ball. So whoever has France you hold them and you go I just think it's hard not to speak in a passive voice especially these stupid roommate meetings. I go. I just think that some of us are not pulling our weight when it comes to dishes like that i'll say and uh and then i'll get real defensive even though i know that i'm talking about me isn't that funny i wish i could take it's hard to take criticism because you don't know what it, it, it sort of depends on the spirit in which it's delivered which is hilarious because no, normally news isn't like that. If the news is true, that's true. You know, you think, well, you know, it says here in the newspaper that there's been a fire at the theater. But I don't know. It's in Comic Sans. It doesn't matter what the... I mean, if it's, you know, that's not my cuppa. Um So I guess you could say it's completely wrong, but to say it's, it's true, but you just don't like the, the form the information has come to you in, well... I don't know what to say, and I will leave you with this. Let's listen to this song. No, I don't have a song, i on a desert island. What do you think's going on here?
1: Clearly I'm dreaming. I thought I was wide awake before, but I've been dreaming. You only think you're awake, because stuff is happening, and you can predict it, right? But what about the stuff that doesn't make sense? How is that not from the dream world? It's a place of impossibilities and incongruities and anachronisms. Clearly I'm dreaming. I normalize whatever I do in dream. If I fly, then that's what I do and I never question it. If I'm a ship's captain or climbing a mountain, I accept the role I'm in and do it and call it normal. I am wide awake and asleep and dreaming and dying and just being born. I am wide awake and asleep and dreaming and dying and just being born. I thought I was awake before. I am dreaming clearly. Clearly I am dreaming. Clearly. How is this not the place of impossibility? Clearly I am dreaming. This must be who I am. Wide awake dreaming. And I'm awake.
0: And you're dreaming again. Day seven. I have decided to only record my dreams. I will no longer journal when I am awake. I will just dream journal. And dream journaling while you're awake seems, well, to be a contradiction. So I will only transcribe what's going on with me in my dreams of a prepositional phrase in my journal. While I'm dreaming, between the sheets, under the moon, is that done? I think that's it. And so I will, oh, there's a lot of modifiers. Oh my goodness. So um, the way I learned about modifiers was there was a story. It was snow white. and she every every one of the uh, the little people, the little minor men, sounds so weird. There's no good way to say it. Why did I pick that one? But their names aren't Sneezy or Grumpy. They're all like um, Snow White from the village. So one of them is called from the village and then Snow White in a weird outfit. So they're all prepositional phrases that modify Snow White but they're also her roommates and they all live together like that and they all their costumes reflect what they are instead of that weird ableist nonsense that was going on with them before. So fix that. <clears throat> Pardon me. I've got to clear my throat and then my throat will, will be a tabula and We'll have to put new stuff in it. So I don't want to do that yet. Should I re- I'm going to reboot my brain and then just relearn stuff. That's extreme. Is that? I wonder if that's what reincarnation is. So some people remember. They go, oh, I kind of remember my past lives. What were they like? A lot like that book I was just reading. I don't know. I remember my, I don't remember my dreams in this life. So I'm not sure I can remember past lives. I think I get a little, I remember, I don't remember my youth. So there there you go. You go, well, that's just you. Most people remember from the beginning of time onwards. That'd be lovely. Gosh, I wish that was me. But again, struggling to remember the beginning of the show.
1: You remember your little ball friend, Franz Don Mesmer?
0: Yes, yes, I remember that.
1: And you remember the huts that you made and the little
0: chair made of coconuts, the underwood chair made of coconuts? I remember all that. It's that's pretty fresh, even though it was six days ago. But I'm never going to get over this surviving, this loneliness, on this island. I wish I, I, I almost said I wish other people would wreck. I don't want that. I'd love to be rescued. But I also don't want to put people out. It's very humiliating to be rescued. I remember one time I fell, not into a well, but there was this thing called a pit of despair. And uh, it was literal. And I had been walking in a sort of apocalyptic hellscape, went down this thing, and then the spirits of my ancestors had to come together and they look like bed sheets, and I mean like fitted bed sheets with the pattern on them. And they scooped me up, and then here I am, alive now again in my dreams. And you're here, Hank, and you, Hickory. That's what I call my friends out there. And you, uh, Shlomo. I don't know. There's some of them they didn't account for. Bev, you know, I noticed that the last time I, I, I looked at Wizard of Oz. At the end of the bedroom, she's like, "You, Hank, you were the Tin Man. Hickory, you were the Scarecrow." And then there's people missing. Cause I know just a Munchkin Bill alone. There were dozens and dozens of people. And who are they? Where are they? So not everybody is accounted for. So I'm like, "Hmm, some of them are real. Or the witch, the pretty witch. Where's she?" Um, I say the pretty witch, but both of them, I think, are very, very just fine-looking people. They all are. I'm not going to, gosh darn it, that, what's her name, Hamilton, gets, I know the actress isn't the character, but still, I don't know if that's her, those are her features or her skin tone, but still, it's okay with me, man, tired of ragging on people's looks and things like that. Beautiful, beautiful living living person. I think the flying monkeys are not bad looking either. There's a handsomeness to them and I think they would make a nice fragrance logo. I'd wear flying monkey. I don't know what it would smell like. It doesn't have to smell like the name. I mean, my, my goodness, frankenberry doesn't taste like berries. It's just a name. So uh, a lot of things are like that. Maybe I'm just a name. Maybe I'm on this island, because I have no substance. I mean, I am dreaming on an island. That's pretty, that's about as separated as you can get from the reality of the presence of others. But I still, um, gosh, I still feel connected. It must be because I, I look like those who I've left behind. Look, I have similar, very similar makeup. Not, not exactly the same. Makeup very similar for instance look the foundation and all the eye uh, shades and everything are the same brand i'm not going to say because i don't want to give them any business but there you go and my jeans my jeans i won't say what they are but it rhymes with google glory now i don't know what brand i don't wear name brand jeans you can get the generics or the geriatrics, which is which is, I don't know the difference. One of them doesn't have a label, and one of them has more room in the in the butt. I guess they're very. And I, gosh, shoes too. I just am going for comfort now. Always, everything, relationships, clothes, food. Don't need anything that gives me gas or pain. If I have emotional diverticuli, then I do not need the corn husks of your misbehavior that will just give me pain I don't need. And so I don't need the inflammation. Now, how do you fight being inflamed? Take, uh, no, see, I've extended it too far. Snap! That's what happens. You take a, an analogy, metaphor, anything, simile. They're all like each other in a way, aren't they? And then, but you stretch them too far And they do, they will break at some point. I'm doing a lot of training with uh, those giant rubber bands now. It's so much fun. I just, sometimes I'll just wrap myself up with one and go, I'm the afternoon edition, like that, and throw myself in a neighbor's driveway. And other times, you know, or I'll put one on and I'll go, I am a nice, I'll put one around my feet and one around my arms and say, I'm a bundle of fresh asparagus, like that. I'm going to make your pee smell. Um, I don't say it to anyone. I, I wouldn't say that to anybody. That's a that's a private between me and my privates. I say my privates. I imagine myself as sort of a, uh, Sergeant Bilko, right? And um, i come alone a lot, and so I make up my little troop. I call them my privates, and I say, uh, "Hey, you Doberman," uh, is one of them. You. Uh, we're having a card game or I don't know what I say. We're going to, I have lots of time to think it because there's nobody going, what, what is it, Sarge? Like that, because um, they're not real. So I'll just uh, pause for a long time. i go, we're going to the races. And sometimes I really will go to the races. And they'll say, I'll be talking to someone there. Who are you talking to? I'll go, talking to my privates. It's weird. It, I know it's strange, but I see, I use my imagination therapeutically. So it doesn't seem strange to me, and I know a lot of something that's been a gift is that people laugh at me, and I never knew why, and I could never really control it. It's just like being the Hulk. You know, I'm like, oh, I've got a superpower, the Hulk says. It's like uh, it's like rage triggered or something, I don't know, but I can't just turn it on and off. But it's kind of useful if it comes on at the right time, and I'm like that with humor. It's like I don't know why you're laughing at me, friend, but uh, uh, I'm gonna keep saying things, and I bet you you might laugh again, you might not, but I wish I could predict uh, what it is that uh, a lot of people go. Oh, it's the joke, you know. just say something in joke form, and then it'll be pretty obvious. But uh, I don't know, and that's a lot of work. And also, what if they're laughing? What if it's derisive? I don't want to discourage it just because maybe the the motivation's wrong. That's dumb. It's like two people send you $10 bills. One of them sends you one because they want you to have $10. The other one sends it as a joke. Or they go, I'm sending this guy $10 for being the best idiot or something like that. As long as there's nothing else, you know, those are equal. So... Uh, I don't know you laugh if you laugh and then you keep coming back to my nightclub shows I don't oh I'm not supposed to plug but here I just want to plug a couple of, uh, uh, plug a couple dates because uh, um, they're literal dates I'm plug, and I'm not plugging the dates I'm using the dates to plug other stuff mainly my homemade canteen again a coconut but a a date goes in the bung So I plug the bung with a date, and uh, and then I'll just eat it. Like I go, well, it goes bad, but I'll eat the. I love them. And I there is no nightclub. There's just this us, you and I, sitting here on the on the deserted island, asleep. I'm gonna wake up. I'm awake now. I'm awake. Seemed a lot like the dream, but oh, what was all that vague stuff that just happened? Watch, just I'm disoriented. My um, this is particularly funny, but it did remind me my my elderly beagle had a really violent seizure a couple weeks ago. And it was very scary, horrifying. Um, bless his heart, he's had one before, or I would have been absolutely beside myself. But um, it was you know it was rough to watch, and he's arthritic, so I was like, oh, he's gonna hurt himself. He's gonna hurt himself, and he, and he which he did. So anyway, he's fine now. He's fine now, but uh, as this was happening, after and he comes out of it and he doesn't clearly doesn't know what just happened, and it's just like it never—he uh, was not there for it. We were—I was there. I was present for a part of his life that he wasn't there for. Wow, and that's interesting. Sometimes we're there for one another. Uh, sometimes we're witnesses to things that even we don't understand or haven't seen about ourselves but somebody who loves us may see it or somebody who feels compassion for us. And then we can do that for others too. Oh, it's just as sometimes it's just acknowledging and being, being there, in that something? Being on that, that boat, being, being present. I'm going to get off the island now. How am I going to do it? I don't know exactly. I think I will launch myself straight up into the clouds. That's how I'll do it. I'm going to make a rocket ship. I'm going to make a rocket ship out of things I find around here. Oh, there'll be palm tree stumps and fronds and conch shells and other things I find from the sea. And I will make a rocket and launch myself into space and there I've become like a explosive fireworks and then I will know, suddenly I will notice that I'm out of time and I should speed it up and say thank you so much for being here. You are listening to Miracle Nutrition, WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, 91.9 in Rockland County in New York City, New York and online at WFMU.org worldwide. Thank you for joining me and I'll see you again next week.